on to the Treasures Within podcast. I'm your host, Georgia G, success coach and multi-passionate creative. If your goal is to create a business and life from your passions, plural, this show is for you. Join me every week to learn the mindset shifts, business strategies and creative habits that empower you to fulfill your calling, master your mindset and blast through the limiting beliefs that keep you stuck and broke so you can build a thriving business from your passions and enjoy more freedom and abundance in your life. Remember, the world needs all your gifts, not just one. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Treasures Within podcast. I'm very excited about today's episode because I'm joined by my guest, Joyfully Cricket, to talk about one of my favorite topics, how to find your purpose when you are multi-passionate. This conversation is truly a game changer because purpose is often the missing piece for multi-passionates who want to turn their multiple passions into one business. Once you find that missing piece, your purpose, suddenly everything else falls into place and you know what you are meant to do with your life. Cricket is the perfect person to talk about purpose and here's why. She's a certified ACC life and spiritual coach who helps her clients break through their blocks and develop the tools they need to discover and pursue their joyful purpose. Cricket is multi-passionate herself. Her main passions are personal growth, spirituality and music. And after discovering her own purpose, she was able to incorporate all of them into a coaching business. Her way to incorporate music into a coaching toolbox is very clever and an inspiring example of how that passion you think doesn't fit in is what sets you apart from everyone else. In this interview, Cricket shares how to discover your purpose when you are multi-passionate, overcome the resistance and doubts that come up when you decide to pursue your calling, the importance of getting in touch with your intuition, and lots more. Let's dive in. Welcome to the show, Cricket. It's such a pleasure to have you here. And can you please tell our audience about your story and how you came to this work? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here and chat with you today. So a bit about me. I am a certified life and spiritual coach and also an inspirational singer-songwriter. And through my coaching and music, I teach my clients how to design a mindset that will create the life they dream of by helping them break through their blocks, get unstuck, and develop the tools that they need to discover and pursue their joyful purpose. So I'm really passionate about life purpose because it's something that I really struggled with for many years until I found coaching. I was always a musician. I always loved uh, singing, but it was never something that I felt confident enough to pursue as a career. So it was always just something I did more as a hobby or a passion kind of side hustle. Um, And I spent a lot of years working in careers that weren't fulfilling, working in restaurants. I went to cosmetology school, worked in hair for 10 years. And it wasn't until I found coaching that actually I'll back up. It wasn't until I started writing inspirational music that was really just a product of my personal passion for growth and spiritual development that I started finding my purpose. And so really it was for me, what I call following the breadcrumbs of my intuition. There were little nudges here and there that kept me moving forward and kept me inspired. And so I started writing inspirational music and really infusing my transformational journey into the music that I was playing. And that's what led into coaching because once I learned about the coaching industry, I discovered that there were actually tools and methods for helping people achieve their goals, achieve their dreams. I didn't have to just sing about it. I could actually tangibly help people pursue their passions. And so now what I do, which I'm so excited about is I'm able to blend my music with my coaching. So I write affirmation chants. I write inspiring songs that help my clients to 
anchor the new belief systems that they're trying to adopt. Because what I've found is that anything that you're wanting to achieve starts in your mind first. So I help my clients to design a mindset that will create the life that they dream about. And I write them songs to help remind them of what they're trying to, the new mindset that they're trying to adopt, because it's really easy to get stuck in our own patterns and the, the default thinking that really keeps us stuck. And so when I am able to write a custom affirmation chant for one of my clients, they're able to sing or listen to the new belief system that they're trying to remember. And it just becomes a jingle in their head that they, they um, end up implanting in the neural pathways of their brain. That is such a cool idea and such a clever use of your talents because as multi-passionates, we have all these different things that we love and we feel like, oh, if I like music, I have to be a singer. If I like, if I am into coaching spirituality, I have to be a coach. But actually there is a way to combine them in the same piece. And the way that you do it is so, so cool. Like I love the idea of chants and songs to reprogram your mind. And so as a multi-passionate, you have all these different passions and it can be really hard to find your way to even focus on purpose because you are so uh, into all the different passions, all the different things that you do, that it's hard to find that common thread, that mission in life. So what is your advice for someone who's with a passionate and it's like struggling, they don't even know that you have a purpose. So how do they find their purpose? So that is, so what I take my clients through is really just assessing what they're passionate about. Because you're right, I'm a multi-passionate, I call it a rainbow personality. I have the shiny object syndrome, I buy all the books, I start all the new hobbies. And I've, I used to put myself down for that. I used to think, oh, I must have ADD, I can't focus on anything, on anything. Um, I can't spend enough time on anything to get really good at it. But what I've started noticing is that two things. One, it's really a benefit that I have so many interests because I am able to jump around from things and draw from different areas that I'm interested in. But also, I think finding your purpose when you are a rainbow personality, it's important to get really clear on like your core passions. So as I mentioned, for me, the music has always been, singing has always been something that I've done since I was a little girl. It's just been automatic in me. And my singing voice is really the gift that I have. It's not something I was really ever trained to do. It's just something I've always done. So that's a key right there. Like what is something that you do naturally or people tell you that you're really good at, or it's something that you would do even if you, you know, didn't get paid. Um, and so I had had that piece, which wasn't quite, like I said, it wasn't something I felt like I was, had the courage to dive into fully. Um, but then I had this other piece that was really at the core of my being again, personal growth and development was something that I was doing, even though I wasn't getting paid for it. Now I get paid to, you know, work on myself, which is what I love about coaching, but, um, the personal growth and development was something I just had this insatiable appetite for. And so for me, that was really an indicator that it was something to do with my purpose. And I didn't know when I went to my first coach training, I didn't really know that much of what coaching was. I just had read some books by other coaches. I liked their information. It was stuff that I had already learned or resonated with. And so I really just followed my intuition on where like the red red flags tends to kind of have a negative connotation, but like where I, I saw those breadcrumbs that kind of seemed like exciting to me, almost like the light bulb goes off. I heard what coaching was and I went, Ooh, like that sounds like it could be for me. And so noticing those areas in your life, like say you have 10 different things that you're passionate about, really write them out and go through and whittle them down to five, if you can, what I take, there's this wonderful book called the passion test by Janet at Bray Atwood. And she takes people through this really beautifully. She says to 
um, write down a list of all your passions. So as many as you can write down anything that you're passionate about, and then whittle that down to just five. And then you have your core passions. And, and the way that you do this is you compare one to the next. If I could only sing, or I could only fly a kite, whatever it is that you love to do, which would I choose? And it doesn't mean if you choose flying a kite that you'll never be able to sing again, but it just helps you to get clear on where your core passions lie. And once you're clear on where your core passions lie, then you get to look at your life and see where you're showing up in your life with those passions. And that's how you get so much more awareness and information on how to live your purpose, because everyone's definition of life purpose is different. But what is true for all of us is that we feel on purpose when we are working towards something that grows us, something that lights us up, something that inspires us. That brings life purpose, no matter if you've achieved a big goal that you're wanting to achieve with your life purpose or not. I teach my clients how to go for that big goal, but also feel like they're living on purpose right now. That is such a great exercise. And I do agree because we are, when you have so many passions, it can be hard to know which is just the fleeting passing interest and which is actually the thing, the, the passion that you were given so you can fulfill your purpose. So it's such a, a simple way to find the clarity. And I'm curious to know now, what is your definition of life purpose? What is my definition of life purpose? Yes. Yes. You know, for me, it really shifts and changes. I love the idea that Abraham Hicks says life is supposed to be fun. My one of my core values is joy. And that's because I believe that we get to choose our thoughts and emotions. And so I choose to live a joyful lifestyle because I know the more joy that I can create in my life on purpose, the more joy I will attract to myself. And so having a gratitude practice, doing things that are fun, being silly, having just a joyful mindset is something I'm really passionate about. And it's a really a spiritual practice for me. It's not something that um, I'm always feeling up for, but it's something that I really work towards. So one of my <clears throat> definitions of life purpose that I've been working with lately, and this is really important to note, is that your passions, your top five passions, and your definition of life purpose will evolve. As we grow, as we attain those things that we desire that we're working towards, we're going to have new desires. We're going to have new interests, and we're going to have new definitions of what our life purpose is. And so just be mindful that it's, it's ever evolving. But the one, the definition that I'm working with right now is to live a harmonious lifestyle. So for me, that means being in integrity with my values. That means anything that feels like it's not serving me for my highest good, trying to create better habits so that I can feel more, um, more aligned with integrity with my values. So um, two and a half years ago, I stopped drinking, not because I'm an alcoholic, just because it was a habit that wasn't healthy. And I could see how if I didn't drink, I would be much more um, aligned with my values of personal growth and development, of having more time and energy and money and like mind power to pursue the things that are more important to me. Um, now I'm working on like cutting out caffeine because I notice how it like keeps my body in balance. Um, when I am doing my yoga practice, when I am doing my gratitude practice, when I'm reading, when I'm doing these things that I know fill me up, I feel like I'm living a harmonious lifestyle. So for me, my life purpose is really just being aligned with the, the values that I feel like I'm in integrity with. That is a beautiful definition. And I think that is the secret really to a fulfilled life, not so much about achieving the 
million dollar business or those external accomplishments, just to be in integrity with who you are and why you are here on this planet. And you touched on that briefly in your answer, but I was also going to ask you, because as I'm a passionate, obviously, there are so many things that you want to do. And often we wish we had like 10 lifetimes so that we can explore all the different careers that we have. So it can be in a way scary to find your purpose because then once you find it, is that what you're supposed to do forever? Or as I said, but you said that it changes. So can you elaborate on that? Yes, absolutely. So yeah, it changes and evolves. And also I'll I'll make um, a distinction between um, my purpose. So I feel like that's my life purpose to be living a harmonious lifestyle, but I'm feeling now like my calling, what I'm called to do is to help people to transform their lives so they can live their purpose, whatever their definition of that is. So again, some people's definition of life purpose might be their vocation. um, And that's not necessarily true for everyone, but for me, it has turned into my vocation because I'm pursuing my calling by being an inspirational singer-songwriter and a coach. Yeah, and I, I really love the distinction that you made there between the purpose and the calling, because I, I feel that calling is the way that you can, it's the way that you express your purpose and that can change. So you're not boxing and having to only do one thing forever, which is going to be very paralyzing for the passionate and then you know you're also talking about as uh, a way of finding your purpose uh, about your intuition and how you were listening to yourselves and at those breadcrumbs and the way that you were feeling when you were finding it and for someone who is not in touch with their intuition what would you recommend they do to deepen it and truly learn to listen to themselves Yeah, absolutely. I I teach a class on this 21 days to master your intuition. And one of the first things that I ask my students to do is to recognize a time when they did notice their intuition, when they followed a gut feeling and to get quiet, close your eyes and just remember a time. I think most of us can remember a time. And if you can't, that's okay. Um, But if you can think back on a time when you were in touch with your intuition and what that felt like in your body, what the sensations were, um, our intuition communicates with us in very unique ways. I mean, think of all the different senses Um, people see, you know, see, can see images, maybe they hear it auditorily, maybe they get a feeling in their body. I tend to get um, intuition as kind of like a drawing forward of my heart, but also like a thought, but I've gotten to the point where I can tell the difference between just a regular thought and an intuitive thought. So if you can think of a time that you were in touch with your intuition, what did that feel like in your body? So that's the first thing. The other thing that I ask my um, students to do is to discover their truth signals. So come up with it, what a yes feels like and what a no feels like. And I play with this sometimes if I'm like driving somewhere and I have a couple different routes to go um, to get to the same destination and I'll just play with it and I'll say, should I turn left? And I'll just notice what I kind of feel where I feel pulled to like a yes or no, and I'll follow it and see what happens. And so the more you start opening yourself up to the possibility of your intuition, your willingness to play with it a little bit, the more you'll start noticing those intuitive insights. And the other part that I invite my students to do when they are starting to notice their truth signals, they're they're starting to recognize how their intuition communicates with them is write it down. I have notes on my phone and anytime I get an intuitive insight, I just put it in my phone to save for later and not all of those notes turn into some thing that I take action on or something that um, turns into really anything, but it's like creating the habit of starting to notice those nudges so that it becomes a little more automatic. I agree that it's when you start with like the, the big things, 
like what to do in my life it can be really scary and I love how you made it really simple and say yeah start with play around with you know like the direction you want to go and start listening to that and make it like a daily practice so that once you can because that, that really removes so much pressure and it helps to build that muscle so that you can listen to the uh, the big intu- the, the big uh, uh, signals as well because what happens is that when we ignore our callings usually starts with a whisper and then mm-hmm. if we ignore that whisper it starts becoming louder the light starts shouting and by then it means that your life is like you are really like miserable in the way that you're living your life you're miserable in your job you're miserable in your in your relationship so it's so important to learn to listen to the, to the intuition while it's still whispering totally otherwise yeah you'll get hit over the head with it yeah. and your life will turn upside down I've had that experience a couple of times when I didn't really listen to my intuitive callings and you know for for the things that were really kind of destined on my path they they happened anyway and not necessarily in a graceful way right so but I also think that it's important to note that even when you don't listen to your intuition there's really no wrong way like there's so many different paths to the same destination and So it's important to not beat yourself up about it, but just really remain curious and really just even set the intention. Like that's a big key thing that I did as I just set the intention. Um, This was probably about the time, maybe right before I stopped drinking. So maybe three years ago when I was just intentional about wanting to be more connected to my intuition, just wanting to have more confidence in my inner guidance system so I can make better choices for my higher purpose for my life. Absolutely. And I I really agree with uh, what you said that even if you don't listen now, if something is meant for you, it will, it will happen. I had the calling to be a coach five years ago and I totally ignored it for three years because I was like, I don't want to do another pivot. And I, never done this before I'm scared like all these excuses that that we had but then then the planning came to a point where I was just so unhappy what I was doing before that actually said okay I need to to pivot and this brings me to the next question because you think that once you find your purpose and you know your your intuition tells you yeah this is it this is what you want to do now but sometimes we we don't just go oh yes finally I found it we actually resist it because uh, all these irrational fears that we are not good enough we are not ready it's gonna cost money so when someone comes to you and you have them find their purpose do you find that they too have this resistance to actually pursuing it and if so what are the limiting beliefs that come up the most for them Oh my gosh. Absolutely. So all of my clients have resistance to their purpose. Otherwise they wouldn't be hiring me because they would have been able to do it on their own. Right. We, so one reason I always wanted to find my purpose was because I thought that it would make life easier. I thought that once I knew what my purpose was, I'd know exactly where to put my focus. I knew exactly where to put my intention, my time and energy. I'd know, you know, I, I would be on the fast track. Like life would be easy. But what I've discovered is that pursuing and fulfilling your life purpose is not supposed to be easy by design because our life purpose is designed to grow us to the greatest version of ourselves. And you can't grow into the greatest version of yourself by doing the same old thing again. You have to challenge yourself. You have to face those fears. You have to do the thing you don't want to do because that's the thing that's going to stretch you into the next version of yourself. It's going to up-level you into the next version of yourself. And that's why we have coaches. That's why the coaching industry is blowing up is because people are recognizing that they're not happy with their lives. They're meant for more and they can't do it on their own. It doesn't, it's, you talk yourself out of it. 
most times doing it on your own. So that's what a coach is so great for is to help to believe that you can do it before you really believe you can do it yourself or help you along the way to the next levels of belief. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I see this a lot with my clients as well because again, they come to me sometimes with these ideas and then they're like, and in the next breath, they tell me I can't because... Yes. So then this is where my affirmations come in because I'll have a client that, I mean, and it's, it's so interesting because the same chance that I write for my clients, I write for one client and it applies to the next client and it applies to me too, as I up level too. And so a lot of the thoughts that they have are, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. Um, uh, there isn't enough. I can't do it. And so um, they've come to me with these belief systems that are just running on automatic pilot and they do for all of us. It's not that there's anything wrong with them. It's just, it's just what happens. I, I believe it's like somehow in the collective consciousness that we just, it gets ingrained in us and we just believe these thoughts are true. And so what I show my clients is that there's enough, there's other possibilities. You know, what if, what if you were smart enough? What if you were good enough? And how is that thought actually not true? What would be more true or more inspiring that you'd want to believe is true? What thoughts could you believe that would allow you to move forward and take action from an inspired place? And that's when I write them a song with those new thoughts that allow them to believe I can do this. There is enough. I am smart enough. It's easy. That's another one that I love because I hear people say all the time, it's too hard. Actually, I have a four-year-old son and I hear him say that all the time. I, I try to reprogram that as much as I can. He'll say, it's too hard. I can't do it. And I just tell him, I was like, you can do anything. Um, I use the Glennon Doyle quote, we can do, you can do hard things, you know, just to try to, because I can see how that's how those programs get implanted in our brains. And that's what my clients come with are these default thinking that's keeping them where stuck where they are. You can't, uh, again, you can't expand to the next level of your purpose by staying, by doing the same things. You have to break the mold. And that is, that creates that resistance that creates the going against the grain and that it takes effort. It's not, it's not easy, but it's so worth it. And so fulfilling. Oh, I, I couldn't agree more. And as I said, as you put it so beautifully, that is following this path really is one on growth and growth means challenge but the reward is is totally worth it so what what is the best thing that has happened to you as a result of following your purpose oh my goodness um you know the first thing that comes to many things I mean, being able to support myself as a single mom. Um, so the financial reward has been wonderful just to be able to feel like a confident, independent businesswoman. Um, but really just that peace within myself that I didn't give up, that I didn't um, stay with the norm, that I didn't stay comfortable the knowing that I can achieve anything I put my mind to is the most empowering thing because it means that the sky's the limit. And that's one thing that I really have always loved about personal growth and development work is just that possibility that anything's possible. I have a chant called uh, that that's called anything's possible too. Um, but the idea that anything's possible and the belief in myself that I can achieve anything I put my mind to is the most invaluable thing that I could have. Oh, definitely. And talking about beliefs, what is uh, a belief or a habit that has improved your life the most in the past three years? Definitely my gratitude practice and, and singing my chants. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I sing them too. They get stuck. Like I said, I need to hear it too. Um, but my gratitude practice is the thing that I do every day that helps shift and raise my vibration. And so I've the book that changed my, one of the books that changed my life is the magic by Rhonda Byrne. She wrote the book, the secret about the law of attraction. 
And she has this follow-up book called The Magic, and it's a 28-day gratitude practice. And I recommend it to everyone I know, all my clients, all my friends and family. I've read the book four times. So it's really just an exercise in gratitude, one per day for a, a month. And what I notice when I do my gratitude practice, I mean, the reason that it is valuable is because with the way that the law of attraction works, what you put your attention on is what the universe sends back to you. That is really just how, I mean, people think it's woo woo, but really science uh, proves it. So that's just how energy works. Um, like attracts like. And so um, when you are feeling the emotion of gratitude, you are attracting more things into your life to be grateful for. And not only are you attracting things to come to you in the future, but you're raising your vibration in the moment so that you feel gratitude for the things, one that you have and the things that you are, depending on the exercise, that you're feeling gratitude for the things that you have and the things that you're wanting to achieve right now. And so again, it's similar to living your life on purpose while you're pursuing your purpose. It's like, how can you live it right now without any of your circumstances changing? How can you live it right now and be grateful for it right now? When I started doing that practice, everything changed in my life because not only was I achieving more of my goals, but I was feeling like I had already achieved my goals with nothing having changed. Oh, that is so powerful and I love gratitude as well I have a practice as well because it's so easy to focus on the things that you don't have because of course we all let goals in life we all let things we want to achieve and it takes time right to actually go where you want to go to reach those goals and it's so easy to just focus on oh but I don't have that yet and ignore all the things that actually are going well in your life and your support systems and all the tools and resources and strengths that if you recognize them it would actually help and support you in reaching those goals and and to do so in a way that brings more joy into your life as well Definitely. And it brings you into the present moment. Like you said, um, we can have so many external circumstances that we want to change, but each, I know each one of your listeners, just because they're listening to this has at least 10 things that they could be grateful for right in this moment. I mean, they're listening to this podcast, so they have ears or maybe they're reading the text. So they have eyes, they have some kind of sense that is allowing them to access this podcast. And um, they have some device that they're listening to it on. They have time and, and enough ease in their life that they can have the time to listen to a podcast. I mean, the list goes on and on when, when I have clients that are really struggling, um, and maybe they feel like everything's going wrong in their life. I have them get really, really basic. So like, look at your body. What can you be grateful for? I mean, again, just with having the conversation with someone, I know they're breathing, be grateful for your breath, right? If you get really, really basic when you're struggling, it's a lot easier to shift that. Um, and then you can work towards, I mean, I write every day, I write 10 things that I'm grateful for and why. And sometimes I don't necessarily feel like it, but I do the practice and then I always can find 10 things. And so again, yeah, it just brings us into that present moment. It shifts your vibration to be, come more aligned with the things that you're wanting to create. And as we said, pursuing your life purpose is challenging. So the more that we can be grateful for the moment that we're in, be grateful for the part of the journey, the piece of the journey that we're in right now, the more fun it's going to be. Because again, as I mean, I don't even know who said like, it's about the journey, not the destination. It's brilliant because that is what life is. If it was about the destination, it would be about planning your funeral, right? Yeah. So how can we um, enjoy the journey? And for me, again, that going back to my living a harmonious lifestyle, that's me enjoying the journey in this moment while I'm working towards the things that I'm feeling called to um, to up-level the next version of myself. Oh, that is beautiful. And also, I want to emphasize something that you said about being grateful for 
the part of the journey where you're in, because sometimes it's really hard when you're going through a rough patch. You know, there have been there has been times, times in my life when I was going through challenges, for example, when I was pivoting a business or when I was still stuck in that uh, analysis paralysis. So what am I doing in my life? What should I choose? And it was not a nice experience to go through. At the time, I didn't feel nice. But thinking about it uh, in hindsight, those processes actually helped me get the clarity and build strength in myself, that, that there was always a purpose, a reason why that happened. And so to be able to actually catch that while you are living it and being grateful for, okay, this does not feel particularly good to me right now, but I trust that there is a bigger reason, that there is a purpose for this is happening and being grateful for just being going through the process, it makes the journey so much easier. Absolutely. So when I was working in restaurants and doing hair, it was frustrating because I didn't feel like it was my calling. I felt like I was meant for more, yet I didn't know what it was yet. And I, but I, looking back, I recognize how those two careers completely prepared me for what it is that I do now. Um, from synchronicities of people that I met led me from one job to the next. Like if I wasn't, um, it was actually one of my, um, clients that I did hair on who, um, introduced me to my first life coach. It was that, that job that I, um, discovered a deep passion for Abraham Hicks work and started. And as a result of going to one that my boss took me to one of their seminars, I started writing inspirational music. So there was no mistake in that I was meant to work in a restaurant that led me to doing hair that led me to coaching and, and all of that experience really prepared me for what I am doing now in the moment. I didn't appreciate that though. I was just feeling like, you know, going through the motions, not feel feeling very fulfilled. Um, and it really, I, I mean, just to give your listeners some encouragement, if they're feeling like they're in that space and they don't really see where the journey's leading them, um, I wasn't in touch with my intuition. I mean, I feel like we all are on some level, but I wasn't really intentional about it until just a few years ago. Um, and so I, I felt like me um, discovering my purpose felt very accidental. I don't believe it was an accident, but I was, I wasn't intentional as I was working those jobs and I still landed to where I am is my point. Like you don't have to, you can still get there. You're still on purpose right now, doing exactly what you're doing right now. Um, even if you feel like you're totally lost. <laughs> yeah. And I'm so glad that you mentioned that, you know, every career prepares you for, what you're doing now because I came with the passion and creatives that you have different careers and they, and they feel the sense of failure and flakiness for when they realize that oh this isn't it and they need to switch but actually everything is transferable and like you said I think that we are always guided towards the thing that we are meant to do but because most of us it is unconscious we are not in touch with our intuition we don't know how to list the signals into the signs then it really feels uh, uh, accidental and it really feels like random and it really feels like there is no purpose. And that's why intention and, and gratitude are so important because it puts you in a completely different frame of mind. And but are able to recognize the when you're on the right path. Totally. Yeah. When you, like you said, having that intention and gratitude, it makes the journey more fun. Again, you can feel like you're on purpose right now, even if you're working towards something, you can find the joy, you can find the beauty, you can find the fun in it. I mean, that's, that's part of what um, I think people miss with either hiring a coach or pursuing um, something that is going to grow you. It's like, let it be fun. Why does it have to be hard work? I mean, there is challenge in it, but when you are able to shift your mindset, again, which is what I do with my clients. The first thing we talk about goals and accountability and all of those things that are important for moving forward. But if you can have a mindset that allows it to be fun, that allows it to be easy. I mean, what's better than that? 
Oh, I couldn't agree more with that. And I, I feel sometimes people confuse uh, hard with challenging because, of course, anything that is new to you and, is, and, and achieving any goal requires you to learn new things. And, and that alone is challenging in itself. But I feel like we often overcomplicate things. We, we get stuck in all this sort of busy work because we feel like we have to fill every hour of every day with something to do and that we have to be serious and professional when actually that is not the case at all. You can still be consistent and put the work in and learn the new skill and build that muscle, but it doesn't have to be complicated or too serious and just have no fun at all. Totally. Totally. And there's a really great book by Carol Dweck called Mindset. And she talks about, she's, I think her background is like research studies, but she's, so she's looked into uh, growth mindset versus fixed mindset. And so the fixed mindset makes any challenge or quote failure, um, a personal reflection on who you are, right? Someone with a growth mindset thinks at, looks at challenges or quote failures um, as opportunities to learn, pivot, grow, shift. And so that's a mindset you can adopt uh, when you are pursuing your purpose, because then anytime you hit a snag or something doesn't go as you quite expected, or maybe it is a little more challenging than you thought, you can um not dwell in beating yourself up because even I beat myself up or like have actually, I just, um, posted yesterday, a pity party that I had for myself because a workshop didn't go exactly the way that I'd intended. And so I was able to, I didn't push away the emotions. I sat in the emotions. I let myself have a pity party for a couple of hours. And then I started thinking of ways that I would do the workshop differently because I, and that's having a growth mindset. So it's not allowing the setbacks to derail you and make you mean that you're a failure or you're not meant for this, or you're not good enough, but looking at them as information for how to do it differently next time and how to shift and change. And that is definitely a, a very important shift to, to make and to take everything as a growth opportunity. And one question that I ask everyone on the show is, uh, what is one way that multi-passionates can create uh, a business and life from other passions? Well, again, it's getting clear on what that passion is because we as multi-creatives or the rainbow personality, we can distract ourselves really easily. And so, what I found for me before I got more clear on my passion, that my passions were uh, personal growth and development and, and my music, um, before I got clear on that, I distracted myself a lot with uh, pursuits that I would say were, were less fulfilling. Now, again, those things gave me information and tools and kind of training in a way for what I'm doing now, but if you kind of want to fast track the process, if you're a multi um, creative um, or a rainbow personality and you're feeling like you want to create a business, get super clear on the things that you're really passionate about and outsource the rest. Right. So um, I have a virtual assistant I use sometimes and she does the stuff that um, that I'm. I, my brain isn't as meant for, I am a creative. So I tend to um, be a little less organized. Um, I have a hard time. Um, it's kind of like a beautiful mess, right? My, my calendar. And so I can give my beautiful mess to my virtual assistant and she can um, organize it in a way that's very doable for me. So it's something that's like, I hand off the things that I don't excel at or don't enjoy doing to someone who actually really does enjoy doing those things. And that's how, and it doesn't have to be expensive. Um, but looking at your, um, your interests and cutting away the fat as it were is a really great way to, um, figure out where to get the most impact with the energy that you're putting in. 
That is great advice. And is there anything that you want to mention before we wrap up? I think I just want to mention to not give up. I think that unfortunately our society is not designed right now for encouraging people to believe in themselves and pursue things that are off the beaten path. And so again, that's going to be challenging. It's going to go against the grain, but we are moving into an age that that is more the norm. That is my vision. My vision is a world where artists and creatives and musicians don't have to pick between their profession or their passion. And so I do believe we're moving into that age. And so if you're listening to this and you're feeling really frustrated, I just encourage you don't give up. Um, we, the world is waiting for your gifts and the journey of overcoming the challenges is all part of the growth and what will really bring your gifts out into the world. So just keep going. That is so powerful. And I am in love with the vision. And I agree with you that we are definitely heading in that direction. And for anyone who wants to find their purpose, they feel a bit lost and they want some guidance. Where can they find you? Yes. So go to joyfulpurposecoaching.com and you can learn more about me on there. You can find a free offer of um, a process, a visualization process that I have for um, getting in touch with your joyful purpose. And I also love to offer any of your listeners a gifted session for 30 minutes. You can go on there and book a clarity call to find out um, more about what's getting in the way of you pursuing your purpose or discovering it and how I could maybe help you um, along the way. Oh, that is so generous. And thank you so much, Cricket, for being here today. I really enjoyed this conversation and I'm sure our listeners have too. And that, yeah, it has really inspired them as it, as it inspired me to find and fully live your purpose. Thank you so much. It was wonderful to chat with you too. So much fun. I love it. <laughs> this was such an amazing conversation. If you are struggling to find your way, I hope this episode has inspired you to find your purpose and live it out every day. As always, you can find the links to everything we mentioned today in the show notes below and over at the website at the treasureswithin.net. If you've enjoyed this interview, please subscribe, rate and review this podcast. It really helps get the podcast found by other motopassionates who are feeling lost and need to hear this message too. A big thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in and listening to this conversation. I wish you all a wonderful rest of your day and I'll speak with you again next week. Bye for now. Georgia here. I want to take a quick moment to tell you something. A few years ago, I was stuck in what I call strategy hell. I was literally doing everything to grow my business. I was on all the social media platforms, doing webinars, going to networking events, writing blog posts, sending out newsletters, you name it, I did it. And my business was growing at the snail space. It was so frustrating because I couldn't have worked any harder. I was already overwhelmed and burned out. Do you ever feel like that? It wasn't until a random encounter with a coach that I realized being in strategy hell is a form of self-sabotage. You think you're doing everything to grow your business. In reality, you're stuck in busy work because you're afraid of what might happen if you went all in or reached your goals. In my case, I had a massive fear that if I became more successful than my family, my friends, and my partner, they wouldn't love me anymore and they leave me. This fear was buried so deep in my subconscious that I wasn't aware of it until I had a powerful session with my coach. 
And yet the fear was running my business and making sure I'd never reached my goal. It was only once I healed the fear that I was able to double my income in a few short months. And my loved one didn't leave me. If you too are working hard, trying all these strategies to go to the next level in your business, you don't need one more strategy. You already have all the strategies you need. If nothing is working, it's because there's a limiting belief that's sabotaging all your efforts. Maybe like me, you're afraid that if you are too successful, you won't fit in with your friends and family anymore and you lose them. Maybe you don't think you are good enough at what you do and they're afraid that if you put yourself out there in a big way, you'll be exposed as a fraud. Or maybe deep down, you don't believe you're worthy of money and success. Whatever it is, trying to grow a business with these limiting beliefs running in your subconscious is like driving a car with a brake on. No matter how hard you try, you are going to stay stuck where you are. If you want to go to the next level in your business and reach those big income and business goals that have eluded you up until now, you must first heal all those limiting beliefs and all stories that are sabotaging you. Once those self-imposed limitations melt away, you'll be able to step out of strategy hell and confidently take action towards your goals. Those tasks that used to feel hard or scary, like going live on Instagram, doing sales calls, or being a regular guest on podcasts, will now feel easy and fun and you'll be able to reach your goals with ease. If you know, deep down, that healing those limiting beliefs and old stories is the missing piece in getting the results and money you want in your business and you are ready to drop the hustle and step into your six figures mindset, I invite you to book a discovery call with me. On the call, you get coaching on the number one limiting belief, the sabotaging your success and keeping you from reaching your next income level. And if we both feel it's a fit, you'll discover how we can work together to heal the limiting beliefs that are sabotaging you, so you can finally build a wildly profitable business from your passions and enjoy financial location and time freedom. Remember, the world needs all of your treasures. It's your time to get out of your own way so you can do the work you are meant to do in the world and live a life of freedom on your own terms. These one-on-one calls are limited, so if you are ready to finally make your vision board become your reality, click on the link in the show notes and book in today.